Good afternoon. Today I'm speaking with Eric Gottlieb. Eric is our Life Science Director in the Americas here in Boulder, Colorado. We're going to have a brief conversation about our facility monitoring system and minimizing the downtime when implementing an FMS system. Eric, how are you today? Good. How are you doing, Lou? I'm really well. I just have a few questions. Sure. And my first one is, uh, what exactly are we talking about when we refer to the facility monitoring system? Sure. So when we talk about a facility monitoring system, we're generally referring to a collection of particle counters, active air microbial samplers, maybe additional environmental sensors like temperature and humidity or differential pressure probes that are all connected together as a solution to monitor your filling lines, your biosafety cabinets, and, and the clean rooms around them and, and other surrounding areas. Okay, so how are you able to implement one of these systems without affecting the customer production? Yeah, when we're lucky, we're implementing the system in a new building, a new facility. So all of the infrastructure in the system can be put in place during the construction phase of the facility. But when we're adding a system to an existing facility or upgrading or replacing an existing system, we have to work to fit it in during a maintenance shutdown. Got it. So is there enough time to implement a full system during a shutdown? <laughs> no, generally the shutdowns usually only last uh, two to three weeks. And towards the end of that, they need time to uh, bring their clean rooms back up to the appropriate cleanliness so that way they can go into operation after the maintenance shutdown. So usually we have only a, a two week time frame to implement the system. Okay, so how do you get around this limitation then? Good planning. So there are a lot of steps that we can do before the shutdown and, and that's critical. So we do things like making sure all the documentation is complete and approved as early as possible. Uh, we can run the wires and tubing from the technical area where the vacuum system and, and, and other data cabinets and, and pieces of the system are located to the clean rooms. Even though we can't breach the clean room, we can run it as close to the clean room as possible. So maybe they'll be bundled on top of the clean room or, or underneath, ready to be um, inserted into the clean room and into the appropriate locations once the shutdown starts. We can also get as much of the system commissioned and pre-tested outside of the clean room ahead of time. So in that technical area, whether it's a mezzanine space or a mechanical closet, we can set up the particle counters, we can set up uh, various devices and try and mimic the complete system and, and test it before it's actually put into place. Really the goal is to have everything ready so that as soon as the shutdown starts, we can quickly install the devices that have to go in the clean room, uh, install them in their proper locations, finish running the tubes and wires, do some commissioning tests, and then finally do the validation during the shutdown period. Okay, so what are the risks we're doing in that, in, in that way? The, the biggest risk is something goes wrong and we can't complete the system in time. You know, we have a very tight timeline but other things are happening at the same time. It's rare that the shutdown is dedicated to putting the system in place. There's usually other cleaning and maintenance operations happening. 
And those can affect our ability to access the clean room or to access resources that we need in order to put the system in place. You know, and, and sometimes some other problem prevents the system from being used at, at the end. And so the a key portion, a key goal is to plan for contingencies. Make sure, for example, the old monitoring solution can still work and easily be reactivated until the next shutdown. Um, and any other contingencies that can be put into place. It, it, it's really important to complete a risk assessment beforehand and discuss with the customer all the various things just to understand what could possibly go wrong and, and to plan for it. So, you know, like with any project, the key is, is good planning. You know, we have to work closely with quality, site engineering, any other groups that are involved in the project. Uh, make sure that, again, everything that can be set up ahead of time is set up and ready to go and tested so that we know that it's truly ready. Finally, it's really important to coordinate with those who are managing and scheduling all of the other shutdown activities, because in that way, we can be sure that we get the time that we need and that by the end of the shutdown, we have a system up and running and the customer is ready to go with their brand new monitoring system. Sounds fantastic. Thank you so much, Eric, for your time today. Yeah, no problem. Thanks, Blue.